Welcome to the Brothers in Faith podcast on St. Joseph Radio. Join Father Vincent Churichella and Deacon Michael Churichella as they talk about faith, family, and sometimes food. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, The Brothers in Faith. This is week three of the Brothers in Faith Faith Podcast. I'm Father Vincent Chiricella, and this is my brother. Deacon Michael Chiricella. And we're here today to just have a good conversation about faith and how important faith is in our lives. So let us begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, you give us the gift of the Sabbath, the gift of Sunday, the day of the Lord, the resurrection of the Lord. Be with us as we try to live our lives in a way that gives glory to your son, Jesus, as we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So lately I've been watching the uh, the miniseries, The Chosen, and uh, episode two of The Chosen, it's about the, the Sabbath, the Shabbat. And I was really struck by the reverence that the people of Israel have and have had for the Sabbath on how very special that day is. The Sabbath begins um, on Friday evening at sundown and extends to uh, Saturday evening when the sun sets. And so uh, when I was the pastor of Our Lady of Grace in Gravesend, it was a, a very um, changing neighborhood and a, a very Jewish neighborhood. And every Saturday I recognized the families, the Jewish families, all getting dressed for the Sabbath, for the Shabbat, and all of them going together as a family to temple, to temple, to pray on the Sabbath. And so as Catholics, our holy day is Sunday. And Sunday really is a day for us to celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. And it is a day of extreme importance for us as Catholics. And I feel that um, many of us have lost that sense of Sunday as a very special day, a sacred day. I remember when we when we were growing up, we had a Sunday routine, and uh, that included a lot of things that made Sunday special. Maybe uh, Deacon Mike one might want to talk about what 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 was our Sunday routine when we were growing up. Our Sunday routine was a little different from everybody else's Sunday routine. Uh, our father John uh, had about uh, 300 pigeons on his on our roof. My father John, Father Vincent, his father John was a, what they call the pigeon mumbler, and uh, they called them pigeon mumblers because all they did was talk about pigeons, constantly talked about pigeons. So he had all these pigeons on the roof in coops, and um, we used to try to make uh, Sunday mass, and my mom would make a beautiful breakfast in the morning of. Uh, uh, scrambled eggs and cheese, and and uh, Dad would say, "Let me just go on the roof and check on the birds before we left." And we would, uh, you know, he would get ready early, be up early before everybody else, and go up on the roof. 
And um, our Sunday mornings, either Father Vincent and I consisted of calling our Father John down from the roof, you know, and uh, telling him we had, we had to go to church. First, my mother would try to call him. She would yell out, Johnny, Johnny, we got to go to church. And he would open up the skylight and say, I'll be right down. And this would go on for a little while. And then finally, uh, between Father Vincent and myself and Mom, he would come down from the roof. And we would be dressed uh, meticulously. We had beautiful clothes on. At that time, Father Vincent and I were altered boys. So uh, a lot of times we'll be uh, serving at the Mass, assisting at the Mass. And uh, we, uh, we got into our Father John's car. And uh, he drove us over to church. And it was a beautiful, beautiful experience with uh, going to church as a family. And there was so many families in that parish at that time. You're talking about Brooklyn, uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, at a Lady Montcalm Parish in the 70s. You know, the school was uh, packed with uh, over 500 children. And we had all these families in church. And, uh, you know, we had this routine on Sunday. And then after after Mass was done, uh, Dad would take us over to uh, a pastry shop a couple of blocks away from the church called the Lucas, and we would buy, Dad would buy his cream puffs, right? Brother, he would get his cream puffs, and uh, he would buy a nice bag of cream puffs, and uh, then we would drop Mom off uh, at her house, at her house, and Mom would continue the sauce that she was making for Sunday dinner. Uh, she continued preparing the food for the company that was coming over for Sunday dinner, and then we would proceed over to Grandma's house, maybe... Brother, you want to talk about a little bit going over to Grandma's Connie's house and what that experience was like after we dropped Mom off and on the way to Grandma Connie's house on a Sunday. Yeah, well, yeah, as you said, Sunday was a, a special day for us and it, did, it involved always going to Mass. So the Eucharist was the center of the day. And then um, after Mass, we would visit uh, my grandmother Connie's house and if we weren't eating there, we would at least visit her, um, you know, spend some time with her. My Uncle Michael lived with her. And um, Aunt Mary lived upstairs. Aunt Mary lived upstairs, right? And uh, with my grandmother's sister, Mary. And uh, and sometimes we would even visit our uncles, like Uncle Cooney. It was his nickname. His name was Kono, but we they called him Cooney. And his brother Tony, Uncle Tony, they lived on Kingsland Avenue in in uh, in Brooklyn. We would visit them sometimes, and so Sunday was really about uh, our routine was uh, consisted of uh, community being with the people at the parish. It consisted of um, being being with family. Uh, it consisted of always had food in there, right? As you said, DeLuca Pastry Shop or Fortunato Brothers Pastry Shop. Um, and there, were, there was a sense that Sunday was a real different day. That it was a day that was really special and it consisted of family, food, and the Eucharist. Those three things, those three very important things. And uh, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, I spoke about Shabbat, about the Sabbath, 
I spoke about the, um, the Jewish people in Gravesend, Brooklyn, and how they really uh, impressed me, uh, being a, the pastor of the Catholic Church, on how they, they, they took Saturday very seriously. And I, I really think, um, you know, we need to kind of reinvest in that sacredness of Sunday. And that has to happen on many levels. The, the first level would have to be a, 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 at the domestic level with the parents. Um, you know, some of the questions I have as pastor is, how do we get the parents to uh, realize that Sunday is different than every other day of the week? You know, um, so many times, you know, they, they see it as a day to sleep in a day to go to soccer or basketball or baseball and uh, kind of the sacredness of Sunday loses its um, its power. And so we have to uh, really think about the domestic aspect of it, reaching out to the parents. At our recent deanery meeting, uh, our directors of religious education in all our parishes were, were expressing their struggle with this very issue of how do we evangelize the parents? you have any thoughts on that one? Yes, uh, what we started to do, and I, I, I think what, I just want to touch, touch, go back a little bit to what you touched upon, what you said, uh, brother, that you said that what happened with Sunday, really, it became just another day. Everything, when we were children, everything was closed on Sunday. So the only thing that was really open was maybe a bakery or a pastry shop or, or, or maybe a pizzeria, but everything else was closed. And it really was an opportunity for the family to get together for those few hours on that precious day and just shut things down and interact with each other. And once they started opening everything up, the department stores, and now we live in this, uh, this internet society uh, where everything is open 24 hours, uh, seven days a week around the clock. You could buy anything and sell anything at any time. Is when we started to go uh, off on that slippery slope. Um, and what we did in our parish was uh, we started something called mass class uh, to get the parents back involved with the children. And I brought the book here with me today. The book is by uh, Father David Dwyer, who's a Paulist. And uh, he has a show on Sirius XM called Mass Class. So the DRE of my parish, Rosemary Walsh and myself, came up. We had this idea a few years ago to recatechize the parents and the children together. So what we've been doing now, we started it this year on Sunday morning, an hour before we have uh, religious education on Sunday mornings. Uh, usually at 8.40 a.m., we have a 10 o'clock family mass, the children and their parents come to mass instead, instead of the children going to class, and they have we have a mass class, and we do it in church, and we go over one of the chapters in the book. Uh, two weeks ago, we went over the chapter on the Eucharist, and uh, Father Dwyer breaks it down beautifully in really, uh, in really uh, uh, simplest terms. And we're finding out now that it's a time for the parents and the children to sit together and the questions that they ask and to interact with each other 
to find out what's going on. So it's been it's been extremely successful, uh, and it's been a, just a, an opportunity for the children and the parents to come together. Now, that's great, but how do we get them to get into, like you talked about when you were the pastor of Lady of Grace on, uh, on Chavez, uh, the children and the parents walking together, going together, being together on a Sunday. It's just not there. I feel like they're just checking off Sunday Mass, and it's just another thing that they throw into with soccer and dance recitals and all this busyness. And uh, they really have, they're not giving themselves a chance to slow things down. And uh, I think it's, a, it's an opportunity for us as a church, and you and I as ministers in the Catholic Church, to uh, really give them uh, an opportunity to slow things down and uh, give them more opportunities on a parish level to do that. So that's what we did with mass class, and I, uh, that's something we started with that. Now, now, how do we do it more on a social level? With the with the with the parents and the children, because a lot of times we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. I think the first one that they don't sit down and have a meal together. The parents and the children don't sit down and have a meal together on Sunday. In my house, even now, we all sit together and have a meal together. And you know, I have adult children. I have a grandchild, Father Vincent. If he's not busy, he comes and drives out to my house. And we pick up mom and she comes and we have a meal together. What happened to that? Why do we have to get back to that father? Well, yeah, it's the whole thing of Sunday being sacred and Sunday being different and Sunday being a day for the Lord, the sacredness of the day. You know, it really, the, I think the church's vision on for Sunday is that it, it really is not like the other days of the week. It, it, it's a different day. It's, a, it's the day of the resurrection. So it's the day where we uh, call to mind that tremendous mystery that Christ has died, as we said, it used to say in the old, right? Christ is risen, Christ will come again. So Christ has risen and... We're, we're, there's a celebration in that, a celebration of of that this this is a sacred event that we're celebrating, and uh, I think that's great what you're doing over at Our Lady of Mount Carmel with that mass class. It's a, an opportunity for the parents and the children to really go deeper into the meaning of the mass. And um, and that that really pushes us back to that Eucharistic renewal period, and that what we were talking about in our our first podcast, um, you know. So uh, I agree with you. We need more catechesis. We need more of an outreach to parents. Um, we need uh, for the principals and the DREs and the pastors to work together. I think to really collaborate together so that they have a goal and they can implement that goal. And that goal would be, how do we uh, restore the sacred? How do we restore the sacred? How do we bring people to that God moment on Sunday 
where when they get up in the morning, their first thought is, okay, you know what? Mass is at 10 a.m. I got to get there at 10. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get the kids dressed. We're going to go to Mass. And as you said, we're going to have a meal together. We're going to celebrate family together. We're going to make this day very, very special. And um, I think that's so, so important. Uh, another thing that I think is very interesting is that um, the culture, I believe, has affected Sunday. And, and you touched upon that. You touched upon that uh, previously on uh, soccer and basketball and, and all the sporting events and everything like that. Um, so we're, we're, we're really uh, living in a culture that is in many ways, uh, you know, doesn't really celebrate Sunday as sacred. You want to talk a little bit about that? I think we're, we're living through uh, a cultural revolution. Uh, much, much akin to the revolution of the 1960s. I think this is another, this is a revolution of, uh, of technology. I think technology, we're in this technolo technological uh, in, uh, revolution right now. And it's really, really uh, changing the dynamic of the family, changing the way we communicate, and, and uh, what people prioritize as being important. Um, Daddy used to talk about, rest in peace, our father John, that Sunday was family day. And as you and I got older and we became teenagers, we tried to start to distance ourselves a little bit from Sunday and hanging out with dad and going to church with mom and dad. And, uh, and daddy would really um, drive it home with us that it was important for him and mom and us to be together on a Sunday. And he would say, well, it's family day, son. Family day is the day for us to be together. So we have to really push back against this revolution, this uh, secular revolution that's going on, this technological revolution that we're dealing with. And the only way we can do that is basically get back down to the bare basics. Uh, a lot of times in the church, uh, we're swimming in different directions. You touched upon earlier, the DRE, the youth minister, the pastor, the catechist. Everybody has to be on the same page. And if they are on the same page, then you can come up with these ideas. The idea we had with mass class was something that we hatched up uh, between my DRE and myself. And we went to our pastor on CHAB. He approved it. And we moved on from there. Uh, we offered it to the other deaneries if they wanted to use the other parents to the deanery. And that's what we're doing. So, I mean, but... Really, what needs to be done is we have to get back to being together as a family and spending time together. And our devices have made it such where we really don't have to spend physical time with each other anymore like we used to. We feel like we can communicate with each other without being there physically. And even the pandemic did that with the live stream of the masses. Mm. And uh, that's something else that... Uh, uh, we have to get the people back into, you know, worshiping together. What would you say um, being together on Sunday as a family, as a child, did for you? 
Well, it was foundational for me. It was traditional for me. And it was important to me to be there. You know, I said earlier when we opened up this podcast, we would drop mom off. And mom was preparing the sauce and the, the pasta and all the food for Sunday. And we would have company over every Sunday. And mom's house was open to everybody, whether it was on her side of the family or dad's side of the family. And it was just an atmosphere of, I'm safe here. I'm secure here with my family. We're going to come and communicate with each other, physically communicate with each other, be present for each other. And I think the reason why we're having a hard time as Catholics getting the young people and their parents also to believe in the true presence of the Eucharist now is, is because they're not into being present anymore. To be present physically, just like Jesus is present physically in that Eucharist, is something that they don't have to, they don't see anymore. They don't deem as important to be in a place physical. A lot of times, even now, somebody will text you, a happy birthday. They'll text you, are you feeling better? Instead of physically calling up you on the phone or sending you a letter or, or, or going to visit you when you're sick, they, they said, I sent the text and that's it, it's enough. It's really not enough. So now we've got to get back to really, we have to get back to our, 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 our roots. And that's what uh, being together as a family did for me. It gave me a foundation. And it's so important for me now, my family, as Father Vincent and I are patriarchs of our family, how important it is that we, we carry those traditions on to our to our my children and his niece and nephew and his great-grandchild uh, and great-niece, that Sunday is family day. And that one day, no matter how busy we are, and believe me, Father Vincent and I are extremely busy on Sundays, that we made the sacrifice to be together here, even for a couple of hours as a family. And that's a sacrifice that we all have to make for a few hours on a Sunday as a family of faith. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point you made. And, and, and the impact that uh, making Sunday sacred um, uh, had for you and, and for me also. Um, you know, there's great hope. I uh, I have a family here. Uh, they have two little girls and now two twin boys. And the mother gave birth on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And she came to church with the twins and the girls on Sunday. That's incredible. So, I mean, there are families out there that really see the sacredness of Sunday. And I guess that episode of the chosen, uh, seeing the great reverence that the people of Israel have for the Sabbath really inspires me to really say, to really reflect upon. I'd like everybody that's listening to maybe reflect upon this. Is Sunday a sacred day for you? Is it a sacred day? Do you, do you, when you get up in the morning, on Sunday morning, do you, do you feel that that's a day that is really sacred and that's dedicated to the Lord? And yes, we're all busy. Yes, we all have things to do. But one day a week, I think, would benefit us greatly to make sacred. 
And, uh, you know, if you have a family that's wonderful, get the family together. If you're single, you know, get together with your friends on Sunday, maybe go out for lunch or breakfast after mass. You know, whatever it is, um, make that day special. And that's why I'm so excited about this Eucharistic uh, renewal. I mean, I keep on bringing it up because it's exciting for us as Catholics to really reflect upon the why we're coming to Mass and why it's so special. And that really is uh, Jesus, right? The Eucharist. When we receive his body and his blood, his soul and his divinity in, in the Eucharist, uh, it's really a, a game changer for us as Catholics. And I, you know, as you get older, you know, if you really reflect upon your childhood and the the um, the lessons that mom and dad taught us, and um, they were great lessons of uh, of really being together as family. As I said, Uncle Tony, Aunt Mary, Uncle Cooney, Grandma Connie, Nonna Maria, Nonna Vincenzo, Uncle Sal, Uncle Kono, Aunt Catherine, Aunt Josephine. I mean, we we were, you know, we 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 didn't even mention that in this podcast, but many times we ate over their houses too on Sunday, and especially the holidays. So there was always that sense of family, faith, and the Eucharist. Those three things, and uh, maybe you could close up, uh, Deacon, with some words. Yeah, I just want uh, I want to touch upon what the um, our brother Father Vincent said about. What is special about Sunday for you? And if it's not, why not? You know, if you if you get revved up to go to a concert or you're going to go to a ball game or you're going to some kind of event, right? You get dressed up, you mark it on your calendar, you can't wait and you count the days, right? You count the hours to it. Why not for Jesus? Why not for your family? Your family is the most important thing. Your children, you, your wife, are the most important things. Mark the calendar for yourselves. That's what I really want, want you to do. I want you to really think about that. And I want to challenge you to the next podcast. And Father Vincent talked about when those children and their mom and dads, you know, in Gravesend on their way to... Uh, synagogue on, on, on Shabbat, how beautifully they dressed. And Father Vincent and I, it, it wasn't an option not to dress the right way on Sunday. And, you know, dress the right way and feel the right way and, and come and join us on, on a Sunday and be part of, of our family, of our Catholic family. And if you've been gone for a long while, welcome back. We're waiting for you. You're, there's always room for you at the table. There was always room at our mom's house for anybody, a stranger or family member, to sit at the table. There's always room at the God's table for you. So come back and have some reverence to him, please. All right. Well, this was this was definitely a refreshing podcast. Uh, it was uh, I thought we covered a lot of great stuff today. So Deacon, why don't you close with a prayer? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you for, for giving us the, this beautiful gift of communication and the gift of the Eucharist. 
And let us pray that we come together always as a family, as a family of faith, and be the patriarch and matriarchs of our own families, and be the ones to remember always that Sunday is family day, and to always share that with our Lord. And we ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you all who are listening, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We'll see you Amen. next time. Bye-bye.